Hey, it's Jen, and this is a happy bit. Two happy bits back, so happy bit 156. And when I say that, it means the happy bit that came out after episode 156. FYI, another FYI is you can type in jenreidy.com slash episode number to get to an episode, but you can also type in jenreidy.com slash happy 156 to get to that week's happy bit. Who knew? Anyway, (laughs) inquiring minds want to know, right? Today, I'm talking about good mom syndrome. Oh, boy, is this loaded. I've had this conversation so many times. And recently with my women in the Heal Your Heart group, we were talking about shame. In our society, there is a blueprint presented of how we should be living our lives. And many of us still buy into it. And we feel shame or not good enough kind of some elements of something related to good mom syndrome when we don't follow this blueprint. And what is the blueprint? Well, you should graduate from high school, go to college, get a degree, maybe a master's, and then start to look for someone to marry, have some kids. Maybe you you can have a dog first, but only for a year, then have some kids and your kids need to be successful and they need to go to a good college and so on. So one of my friends is in her 30s, not married, no kids, and she feels a sense of shame about that as if people are judging her. Well, the same thing happens to us in regards to parenting. There are ideals of mothering that are presented to us from all kinds of places. What to expect when you're expecting the happiest baby on the block, parenting magazine, all the places. Plus, we see how our own parents did it, how siblings do it, how aunts and uncles do it, how our friends do it. And there becomes this culture of good mothering. So if you don't breastfeed, for example, you might feel a sense of shame because you're not doing it like the blueprint says. Well, I want you all to throw the blueprint out the window and consider what you're doing now with your own kids if you have them. If not, Just listen and see what you can learn in regards to your own life, because we all experience this shame somewhere or another. So with your own kids, maybe you see a comparison to your friend's kids and you feel like, oh, I'm not doing a very good job. Gosh, I I yell too much. I, I lose my patience. I'm not upbeat enough. I, I spiral down and then I don't even want to get out of bed where all the things just come knocking on your door. And I call this good mom syndrome, where you hold up an ideal of what it means to be a good mom, according to society's standard, and you never measure up. So what do you do? You start to have this negative self-talk like, I'm a horrible mom. Why can't I do this? And on and on and on. Of course, that leaves you feeling lousy (laughs) and probably not living up to the characteristics and being the mom you want to be. So here's the solution. You need to get crystal clear on what good mom means for you. In our last happy bit, we talked about who do you want to be if you could be anything at all. And we talked about those characteristics and traits we want to embody. Well, we can take this now a step further. As a mom or as a woman or a friend, if you're not a mom, what characteristics and traits do you want to embody? Pick two. Make it simple. For me, it's very easy. I want to be vibrant and I want to be happy. And I'm constantly on the lookout for the things that help me to be that way for my kids. 
I have ditched the idea, and I'm proud to say this, I have ditched the idea that my house needs to be clean. However, I do like to keep it clean, but when it's messy, I can handle it a lot better. I have ditched the idea that my kids need to be like other kids because A, it's not happening, and B, I think my kids have entirely different genetics and brains and thoughts and behaviors than other kids. So I just measure my kids according to them, not even comparing them to each other. And it is so liberating to get to that place. Think about the two ways you want to be as a mom, two characteristics, just two, and try to embody those and let go of any external expectations on how you should be as a mom. Then you can finally ditch good mom syndrome, which feels awful, and you can just be what feels right for you. One of the most important things we can do as women and moms is to be the most high vibe version of ourselves. What does that mean? All the emotions that you can feel can be labeled as low vibe, mid vibe, or high vibe. Depression, fear, and anger are low vibe emotions. And those happen a lot when we are engaging in good mom syndrome. We're comparing, we're not good enough, and we're shaming, and we're spiraling down. However, we need to stop those behaviors in their tracks. And there are tools and strategies that help us with this and shift upwards into the highest vibe emotions of peace, love, generosity, joy, happiness. Ah, those feel so amazing. And what happens when we're in those higher vibe states? Well, our kids feel it. They look at us as if we already are Maria from The Sound of Music because they feel that positive energy radiating off of us. I've been experimenting with this over the past couple of months with my kids, and it is fascinating. In fact, it even affects my husband. As I shift into a higher vibe state, and I have a couple of tools I use, I feel more open, and I feel more grounded, and I feel just calmer and happier. So I feel amazing. But what's so phenomenal is when I try to interact with my kids and my family, my husband, when I'm feeling this way, I notice that they open up more. My husband wants to be around me more. Not that he doesn't want to be around me, but he's more excited to be around me. My kids will tell me things that I never knew. Uh, We have more fun. There's more laughter. I've said this before, but I believe it more every day. Women are like the sun. We are the energetic center of our homes and families. And as we shift, everyone else shifts in response. We radiate more light and love and positivity, those higher vibe emotions. Our families feel it and everything goes better. Being the person you want to be has so many benefits for you and for your family. How do we make these shifts? I am going to be talking about these tools in a workshop next week. It's called Be the High Vibe You Replenishment and Energy Workshop. Earlier this week, I mentioned it will help you be the Jedi Ninja of energy. I think it's really true. I get so excited about the shifts I've been seeing in my own home, and I want to share them with you guys. And it all starts with you replenishing your energy and being in the most high vibe place you can be. How would you feel if you could let go of some of those negative feelings of fear, anxiety, depression, and shift more often and spend longer lengths of time in those open, 
happy, joyous, energetic, high vibe states. If you want that, then join me for next week's workshop. It's different than all the other workshops I've ever done because I'm going to be live online with you and I'm inviting some other women to share how these tools have worked for them. If that sounds like something you would enjoy, if you want to raise your vibe, then join us. It's called Be the High Vibe You Replenishment and Energy Workshop. Your link to sign up is jenriday.com energy. Thanks for listening to the Vibrant Happy Women podcast at www.jenriday.com.